Well, you, I, I had to, the reason I ran a few minutes late is um, as I took a nap earlier, because I, I, uh, I was just laying on the couch and watched TV, uh, I woke up to Riley painting my nails. So I had to uh, make sure to take my, my nail paint off. That's the magic of being a dad to a daughter is uh, all of a sudden you get your nails painted. So Yeah, I've had my nails painted and my toes painted quite a few times. You're just Certain things you just don't say no to your daughters. Well, you know, Mike, I, you're the type of guy that I'm not even going to say nothing. I'm just going to nod my head and agree. Because the the ramifications are severe. (laughs) They're painful. They hurt. They hurt. Um, Oh, and um, I want to uh, uh, congratulate you on uh, an awesome score on your Moonlight Magic tickets, man, at Epcot. Are you kidding me, man? I'm excited for you. You know, I was so panicked about that because I had to get them during work hours. So I conveniently had to go to the bathroom at 9 o'clock. So I'm sitting in the bathroom and I'm on my phone and I'm getting no signal. And I'm like, I can't believe this. And then I kept getting uh, user error, user error, server error, whatever it was. And I'm like, I can't believe this. Finally, after 10 minutes of hiding out in the bathroom, I finally got through. I got my confirmation number. And then later I'm on Facebook and I'm looking at some of the other Disney groups. And I'm on a vacation club page. And everybody's saying by 9.20, that... They were sold out of tickets, and I'm like, holy cow, I can't believe it. I must have just got in under the wire at like 9.17. Nice. And, uh, man, it was uh, – I'm glad because, you know, I would have really been upset if I was down there and saw everybody on Facebook there and me not, you know. And, um, you know, I, I listen, I, I got lucky. That's all I can say is – and, uh, yeah, I'm going to have a blast. It's on Epcot, wait. man. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's I, I, you can't beat that, you know. I'm so looking forward to it, and we're actually we were actually going to fly down on that day on that Monday, and one of the reasons why we're going down earlier so we could have that Monday. So we changed our flights yeah. around. We're staying at a different hotel for a couple of days before, so uh, it's kind of a big deal to us to be down there for that. Yeah, man, it's exciting, dude. Epcot, that'll be awesome there. But uh, before we get too much into that, guys, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into the topic and let's go live in three, two. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. To infinity and beyond. Bunch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. It's Thursday, June the 7th, 2018, and I am joined tonight by my two brothers, Jason Mike. What's going on, fellas? How you doing, man? I've had a great night. Thank you for asking. Doing good, man. <laughs> doing good. <laughs> that's good to, that's good to hear man that was short and sweet on all three of our parts what's going on tonight <laughs> i'm excited to get right into this because i have no idea about this subject and i ha- well like a lot of subjects but i have but but i'm going to claim this one i have and i'm not even going to pretend to know about it so i'm going to really just uh if you guys don't mind as we're going through the show maybe just directing some questions to you because i really want to know the answers to some of these Definitely. Sounds good to me. I got to tell you, I've been excited about this the whole week. Uh, out of all of our trips to Disney, this has been the resort that I've stayed at the most. Uh, out of out of all of the times that I've been down there, this is definitely the one that I have the most experience in. Uh, we got a lot of experience in this because it's a DVC resort, and this is our DVC home resort, and it really feels like home to us. 
And uh, I've mentioned it on other podcasts before that this place in itself is an amazing resort. If this was any place else in the country, this resort alone would be a complete destination. I mean, you can make an entire vacation just out of this resort. And we're going to touch on some of those special things tonight, some of the amazing places to eat, some of the, the great pools and the views and everything that kind of comes with this. So uh, I, I know you don't have a lot of experience in this, Jason, but we're going to kind of school you on it. And maybe we'll try and convince some other people that this is a good place to stay. I know Justin, you've stayed there a few times, so I'm going to pick your brain with what your experiences were, and uh, I'm excited to get into this tonight. Yeah, it's one of my favorite resorts on property. I think like you said it perfectly. It's the only resort that is on property that could be a destination in itself, and without even leaving the resort, you have so many awesome amenities, and, uh, and not only that, but you're surrounded by the wildlife, which is such a magical, magical experience. Yeah, I got to tell you, just in case somebody, if you're not familiar with this resort at all, uh, there's a couple of different views you can get, whether you're booking as a vacation club member or whether you're booking uh, using vacation club rental points or whether you're going to pay cash for a room. Uh, there's a couple of different options you can get. You can get a standard value parking lot view, just something out looking in the front of the resort. You can get a pool view, uh, and you can also get a Savannah view. And the Savannah view happens to be my favorite. And if you don't know what that is, that is the rooms and balconies that overlook the Savannah of the resort, which is where all your animals are located. Uh, the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge has 250 animals altogether with 30 different kinds of species. Uh, in case you haven't seen, they have everything from giraffes to wildebeest to ostriches and all sorts of odd exotic animals that I've never even seen before, which is pretty cool. And uh, I mean, listen, Justin, you've been there. There's nothing like getting up in the morning and going out on your balcony, having a cup of coffee and watching a giraffe walk by your room. I mean, not an animatronic giraffe like you would think you would see at Disney. These are real live animals walking around. People pay tens of thousands of dollars to go on safari. And yet I can be in the middle of the magic at Disney, like you said, sit on my balcony, have a drink and, uh, you know, just enjoy that time. And they'll just, they come right up. I mean, they're not directly there, but, you know, 20 feet out and they're right there. You can take amazing pictures. And uh, it's just, it's a magical time that you can have with your family that'll make memories forever. We we love, we've stayed at Jumbo, we stayed at Kidani. We love both those resorts. It's it's really, really one of our favorites. Yeah. And one thing that I want to just point out to people that, you know, if, if you're budget minded or if you're if you're using vacation club points or if you're renting points, just realize that even if you don't get a Savannah view room, that's not a big deal. Uh, you, know, you can always get a parking lot view or a pool view because there are so many overlooks that you can actually go out and, you know, sometimes, listen, I've been in my room before and there's been times where the animals weren't even around. You know, they were out feeding somewhere else, there's somewhere else around the resort. So just because you have a savanna view, don't think you're going to get to see animals all the time, which is kind of nice about being able to go on some of the overlooks out to some of the patios and the common areas. And those patios are huge and I've never seen them crowded. So uh, don't be discouraged if you couldn't get a savanna view because there's certainly plenty of opportunity to see the animals. Whether you're at either side, there's uh, two sections to this hotel. There's the Jambo House and there's the Kidani. Uh, in case you don't know the difference, the Jambo House is a, if you're paying by cash, that's probably where you're going to be. Uh, the Kidani is a vacation club member only uh, section of the resort. And the Jambo House is cash, play, uh, cash price for rooms and certain rooms are DVC that they put aside for them. Uh, Justin, have you stayed on both sides? We stayed at both. Yeah, we started at Jambo and then we went from uh, Jambo to Kidani and the th- the thing about Jumbo that I love is 
when it has the most breathtaking lobby, probably on property. When you walk in, it just absolutely takes your breath away. I mean, Mike, you I know you've been there. You've, you have you stayed at Jumbo, right? Yeah, I've stayed at both sides. I've stayed at Jumbo and I've stayed at Kidani. Uh, you know, there's you'll see a lot of times on a lot of other vacation club groups or other Facebook groups that they go back and forth on what's better, Jumbo or Kidani. It's it's like the War of the Roses, so to speak. And um, I have my favorite things for each, but you're right. That lobby and Jumbo House, you walk in there and it's like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. This is bridge that goes across from one side to another mm-hmm. and the, it is just the smell the 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 drum the african drum music you hear in the background uh the restaurants you can hear all the hustle and bustling it is absolutely an, an incredible incredible lobby even if you're staying in kandani do yourself a favor walk over and just walk into that lobby of jambo house and you're going to be your breath will be taken away it's absolutely amazing so this to me sounds like home to you Oh, is it, is it, it's beyond it, home. It's our favorite place. It's See, like the Polynesian, when I walk in the lobby, I, I'm feeling exactly what you're telling me, like you're, you're trying to explain here or that you explained, like I'm, I'm, you know, the emotion is. So this is like your home then. Yeah, and I don't know if that's because it was our first, you know, we I, I can't say it's because it's the first vacation, it's the first hotel we ever stayed at uh, in Disney because we've stayed at a lot of other places. You know, we'd stayed at uh, moderate resorts and we stayed at some of the value resorts before we were vacation club members. And uh, so I can't say like it has that special view because it was a, the special uh, attachment because it was the first place we went to. No, it's just, it just happens to feel like home. It's just it's an unbelievable, uh, breathtaking experience when you walk into the place. Yeah, that, that window. And Jason, I know you've seen pictures, you know, that window in the back of the lobby when you walk in and you see the the window that opens up to the savannah and just the vastness of this lobby, I mean, it is just... There's only two other lobbies that I can compare it to that I've stayed at, and that's Wilderness Lodge. When you walk into that lobby, it's the same feel. That's just vast. And uh, Disney's um, Grand, uh, Grand Californian out at out Disneyland, uh, same feel, just that vast. It's just massive. And, Mike, have you ever been there at Christmas? Because the Christmas tree they put in that lobby is beautiful no unfortunately we've the closest we've ever made to christmas was around halloween time we've been there for halloween but we haven't been there for christmas yet yeah i recommend if anyone's looking for a great resort of course all the all the resorts are fantastic but this is a really cool one uh with the tree it's three four stories tall and it is uh covered with disney uh african inspired ornaments and really just fits that theming so well okay so right now i pulled up some pictures uh just so i could look at the um what you guys were talking about because <clears throat> just off of memory i was having a hard time guys this is an absolutely incredible looking place it's just beautiful knowing you jason knowing what you cherish you know with like just having that relaxing time yeah i think mike you would attest to this too i think he would really enjoy this resort because that's what it is it's relaxing oh. yeah man i i'm all about that i really am there are so many times people say that they feel like they're in a different place when they go to Disney. You know, they're in the bubble, they're this. I tell you, when you walk into this place or you're down in this area, maybe because you're so far off the beaten path because you're not near the other resorts, but you really feel like you're transported someplace else. I mean, this is an unbelievable hotel. The theming, the darkness of it, the the wood tones, the the smells, it's just I mean, listen, you know the poly smell, you know the bait, mm-hmm. you know, you know the contemporary smell. Everything has its own Right. This is just incredible. This has that sim- similar, 
you know, wood-fired smell. And I don't know if it's because of the cooking they have down there because some of the restaurants some of the restaurants there are absolutely incredible. And I know, Justin, you can attest to some of those because I've eaten there and you've eaten there before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they have great uh, opportunities. And one thing I want to get to, uh, you were talking about, even if you're staying at Kidani, make sure to go to Jumbo. Uh, you're going to have to because the quick service is only available at Jumbo. Kidani does not have a quick service restaurant other than the pool bar. Uh, so I recommend definitely checking out Jumbo. And Mike, you've eaten at the quick service there. It's awesome. Yeah. And and I hate to say it, but they actually have a African pizza that I like there. And I'm you know, I'm very you know how I am, I'm very particular really? with my pizzas. They have like an Af- yeah. well, it was more of like an African flatbread uh, somewhat of a pizza, yeah, thing, you know, yeah. shape of a pizza. So I, I don't want to say pizza, but they have like an African flatbread. They have some kinds of hummuses and stuff that they don't have at a lot of other quick serves. And, um, you know, we always, we tend to always do the dining plan. So it's nice to have that quick serve option and not have your typical quick serve meals that you would have at any other resort. Uh, you know, and it, the, what I like about their quick serve too, it's right by the pool. So, I mean, it's really, really easy uh, when you're a Jambo house to, Grab something from the quick serve, go out to the table. You have your, your resort mugs. You have a good place to eat. You have a nice atmosphere there. I think it's absolutely fantastic. When I think of quick service at Jumbo, and I'm, I'm hoping both of you have experienced these, two words, zebra domes. domes. The best. I don't, I don't, I don't know what they are. I don't know what the consistency is of them, but they are the complete most addictive thing. Uh, I will go out of my way to make sure I get them on a trip. Uh, what is this magical thing? It's a, it's a, it's hard to explain. It's a chocolate. It's a dessert. It's a dessert. It's a chocolate type pastry. They're obviously round. Uh, you can look up pictures of them online. They, they're called zebra domes, and they're kind of creamy and cold. They have to be kept refrigerated. The first time you've ever had them, if you ever go to the restaurants there to eat, and I know for a fact, we'll talk about it in a little while, uh, Boma is the buffet. They have them on the buffet table there, and you can try them there. That's where I, I heard about this. you got to try the zebra domes. you got to try the zebra domes. Once you've had them, it's life-changing. They really are. It's the first time I ever saw them. You know, with the quick service uh, and with having the snack plan, you can go in and, and get them at like the market through through the snack plan. And man, they are they're covered in like white chocolate, and then they have uh, dark, dark chocolate or milk chocolate drizzled over the top of them. And oh, you just and they're they're the perfect bite size. So you just pick it up, pop. It's you know, like, it's like, like eating a popcorn, but almost, huh? The, yeah, the, but they're it's, delicious. It's man. fluffy inside. The, the consistency and the texture of it is something that. I wouldn't even know what to compare it to. A Mickey Dome? Mm, no. no, not really. I mean, similar size and shape, but yeah. different but different taste. More of a rich, um, airy, uh, you know, I don't even know. I hope someone in the group knows has a recipe for it or knows how to make them really well because uh, they're my favorites. As a matter of fact, on my, my show notes for today, in huge letters in the top, I wrote Zebra Domes because uh, – <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk about Animal Kingdom or any of the, the uh, can't talk about Animal Kingdom or any of the uh, restaurants without talking about getting zebra domes. And we always get them in the quick serve. And for some reason, my wife doesn't like them, which is great because I'll get them and I'll have them for myself. They are delicious. I love them. Speaking of restaurants, I know that I've eaten at I've eaten at Boma before. Boma is the uh, buffet. There's also Jico and the Sana. I know Justin, you've eaten there before as well when you stayed. What's been your uh, take on the restaurants? Yeah, eating a of course eating a boma. Uh, we've done boma for breakfast and for um, for dinner. 
I enjoy the breakfast more, and I'm not even a breakfast person. The dinner is the perfect opportunity for someone to experience other food you're not going to get anywhere else. Uh, Mike, I know you've eaten at Boma. Um, what's your What's your take? Yeah, I've done both. I've done breakfast and I've done uh, I've done dinner. And I took one of my good friends. Uh, their families. We got a two bedroom when we were down there, and we said, "Ah, we got to eat at Boma while we're down here." And they're not adventurous eaters that much you know that they're they're pretty much cut and dry meat and potato kind of people and they definitely went out of their comfort zone they tried quite a few things they liked a few things but even if you don't like some of those oddball types of meats and and kinds of things that are seasoned and flavored stuff they have plenty of regular food you can still get your regular Mm run-of-the-mill buffet stuff so you know be adventurous try it try a couple different you know things listen it's the buffet if you don't like it there's plenty more of the other stuff yeah, and the the breakfast is the breakfast is typical. Although they do throw some of those other things in there, the dinners where you can really go crazy. But I mean, look, Katie is a complete two year old when it comes to food. Love her to death. But even Riley today looked at her and went, "You're not a food person, Mom." You know, because she knows she just doesn't like other foods. But even she could find stuff to eat at this restaurant. So if you're a picky eater, maybe you're split family. So some people are adventurous, some people aren't. You can still go and really, really enjoy this place. Now, what's the uh, sit-down restaurant that you've eaten at before? Because I haven't eaten at the sit-down restaurant yet. So I have always wanted to eat a Jiko. Uh, I haven't had the chance yet. And it's more of, like I was saying, Katie is just not quite there with her palate. Uh, eventually, I'll get over there. But I've heard nothing but just absolutely amazing things. Have you eaten a Jiko? No, I haven't, but I'm just saying, oh. take me. Let's go, man. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. I'm always looking for a... For... We'll eat there. Absolutely. Let's Mike's do it. Buying. I love... It. Sure. I love that idea. Yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> the zebra domes included, I'm buying. Dude, I'll, tell you what, buy I'll buy the zebra domes after. You take care <laughs> right, of Jiko. I'll put them in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I have eaten at Sanaa before, and I really enjoyed it. But like I said, I am more of a, an adventurous eater. Than, than Katie is. Um, they have breakfast, and you're getting your normal stuff, but you're also getting some of the things like safari waffles. Um, you're getting things like uh, fruit sosasti. I mean, I'm completely probably butchering that, and quinoa and dried fruit salads, things like that. Uh, but then they also have amazing dinners there as well. And uh, I, we had dinner. Katie didn't love it. I thought it was good. I wouldn't put it way up on my list of places to go to, but it was it was something that I think everybody should try once if you enjoy Animal Kingdom Lodge. Well, can I can I I mean if we're gonna be honest about the meal and we're talking about Sanaa, right? Mm-hmm. Would you recommend that restaurant to your best friend who's going down there? No, not with all the other options that are available. Okay. I I would even though I haven't eaten at Jico just from my interactions with people who have, I would probably say go to Jico first. Uh, Sanaa's a little cheaper than Jiko, but yeah, for me, I wouldn't recommend, it's not the first thing that comes to mind when somebody puts a post up in the group and says, Hey, I need some recommendations for ADRs. This isn't the first place that comes to mind, but if you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge, you know, Mike, you'll attest to this. The one thing about staying at, at Animal Kingdom Lodge is you're pretty far away from everything. So if you don't want to get away from the resort one day, your, your options are kind of limited with the dining. I'd go with Boma if I was gonna. If someone was looking for a yeah, restaurant, I would, I would say go yeah, to Boma 100%. because you know if you're not adventurous, there's something else there you can try. So I would say out of, out of the two, out of the three, I would say go with Boma. Yeah, I I completely agree. 
is Sanaa one of those things where maybe I want to sit down with my wife or family and um, I want to have an out of country dinner then? Is that, I mean, is this, is yes. if I, if I am in Africa and I am on a safari, this is the restaurant that I'm going to be eating at. So let's just experience it. Let me give you this. Let me, let me just read a few things off the menu for you. So that okay. way you can know you have, you have fragrant duck, African inspired uh, beer, birani with chicken, South African bravilis, uh, African inspired birani with shrimp, African inspired birani, traditional sasasti, uh, let's see, uh, braised lamb shank, uh, pachi inspired, um, and then you have a grilled New York strip, which is pretty standard on every uh, every menu across property. So you have all those, and then for desserts, a lot of things that you know you wouldn't have had before. So the one thing I remember there is they had a really good coffee that I that I enjoyed, and I, I don't know why that comes to mind, but I, they did have a really really good coffee. If I'm not mistaken, Justin, too, the uh, Sanaa also overlooks the Savannah. So you get a Savannah view while you're in the restaurant? It does. It does. Yes. Okay. Because Jico doesn't. I know Boma doesn't. That's... Yeah. Sanaa, you can sit right against the window and you can literally look out over the over the Savannah. Oh, see, now you're getting an experience on top of a dinner. Okay, mm-hmm. that, that really ups the ante for me. But let me say this. It's not guaranteed that you're getting those tables. I mean, you but can put you the can request s- in. Right. But you still got that view is within sight. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, and regardless, if you're going to go over to if you if you if the view is something you want, or if you're staying at you know Pop Century, if you're staying at you know uh, Port Orleans, or you're staying wherever you're staying, and you want to have a little bit of that to see that resort, definitely any one of those three restaurants, you go check them out, and there's plenty of viewing areas for the general public to go look at the animals. So if seeing the giraffes is something that's on your bucket list, or you have kids that are really into the animals, and you know, you couldn't make reservations for Animal Kingdom itself, then by all means, go to those restaurants, go to Boma, go to Jico and uh, experience the lobby and walk out on the the, uh, the deck there. And one thing that I can tell you that I've personally done myself, there's a viewing area outside of, uh, of Jambo House. And even at nighttime, they have night vision goggles you can use. And they have them on the table over there. And their animal experts are amazing. They can tell you, look in this direction for this type of animal. This animal does this. I mean, they are pros at this kind of stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. you can pick up the night vision goggles and you can spot out the animals in the savanna. And there's plenty of them to go around. And, you know, you, you, you don't have to, there's no reservations or anything. You just kind of walk out there and it's a first come, first serve basis. And you don't have, you don't monopolize them for a long period of time. And everybody gets a turn to use them. It's a lot of fun. The animal people that I've dealt with at Animal Kingdom, I know it's not the lodge, have just been incredible. Their knowledge base is over the top. And, and I'm going to tell you this. Disney just doesn't hire the guy off the street to pass on misinformation. These are college-educated. These are people that are working in their fields, their degrees. Um, so I can imagine that the people that you're dealing with at the Lodge are equivalent to, to that. Because, look, the questions I had, I was asking questions that were so off the wall. Because I'm just – I like that – I want that information. I mean, I'm there. This is the stuff I really want to know. I want to know this stuff. And they knew every single answer, and I love that. Well, and let me let me before we go too far. I just want to real fast remember that Sanaa is at Kadani, and the other dining is at at Jumbo. And uh, Mike, um, the one thing about the resorts are: have you ever tried to walk between the two? Yeah, I have because we stayed at Kadani one time. And they have a shuttle that goes back and forth. You have to go to the main lobby, and there's a shuttle bus runs every I don't know five or ten minutes, and it brings you back and forth to you know one side to the other. And it was a nice day, and I was really you know jonesing to have some coffee. So uh, I said ah, I'll walk from Kadani over to Jambo House. 
it's a far walk <laughs> and it's a far walk it's a far walk when you have two grocery bags full of you know um cheeseburgers and french fries and drinks for all the kids and i'm the one guy you know schlepping this stuff back to the room and here i am you know thinking ah it's a short walk it's deceiving it's it's a pretty long walk and even in kidani i don't know where you've which rooms you've had those walks down those hallways can be really, really long, mm-hmm. and that can be a that can be a, a tough, you know, a tough thing. Uh, it just so happens when I've stayed at Jambo, I've always gotten rooms close to the check-in to the lobby. But yep. uh, I tell you, man, when I've gotten Kadani, I've been off in the wings, and I feel like, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm walking ten more miles once I get back to the resort. Well, the only reason I asked that was because they do offer complimentary transportation between the two the two resorts. And one of the funniest things that ever happened to us on a trip was I took my dad to Disney for the first time. Right, he he was, was never a Disney person. Uh, I think he had been one other time to Disneyland, like long time ago. And we stayed at Animal Kingdom, Gadani, and he kept getting off the bus at the wrong stop. Kept getting off oh. at Jumbo <laughs> instead of instead of Gadani. And so he would have to take the van over, you know, because the first time he tried to walk it. And I swear he did this three or four times. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like, I almost have enough to have you put in a home. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? You know, just wait till this stop and then it's you. But it's uh, that made us laugh the whole trip that he's he'd call me. Oh, God, I did it again. I did it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's a hike. It's definitely a hike from, from one side to the other. That's for sure. I was looking at the aerial view of uh, the resort. It's a monster. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. 46 acres. You hit a point, and if you are a first, Jason, the first time you stay here, make sure your request is to be near the lobby because Mike hit the nail on the head. There's nothing worse than being in the parks all day, coming back, and those hallways, you feel like you're in a horror movie. <laughs> Because you're just walking and nothing's changing. You know, you just keep walking. <laughs> right. And it's just the same thing over and over and over again. You just, you're just you never getting to the end. And, some, uh, and sometimes you'll pass like three elevators and you're like, did I just yeah. pass that yeah. elevator? <laughs> <laughs> How many elevators are here? <laughs> it is. I'll just look at Katie and I'm like, you know. I tell you one thing that's, uh, you know, like I said, I've had my toss up between what side I like better. You know, Jambo has that fantastic lobby. It has the quick serve. It has more of the restaurants. But my favorite thing about Kidani is it's kind of off the beaten path. And I think they have one of the best pools on property. And it's one of the best kept secret pools on property because not a lot of people go there. And it's kind of, like I said, off the beaten path. So uh, they have, I think it's a 125-foot slide to their pool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's amazing. The theming in that area. Uh, and they even have a splash park. They have a little splash area for the kids. So that's And hot tubs everywhere. I mean, that place is absolutely amazing. We've done um, movies at night in the pool over there. They do the uh, movies. I, I know every resort does that, but for some reason we've always wanted getting that done at Kandani. Yeah, we started at Jumbo our first couple trips, and then we quickly transitioned to Kandani. And it, the reason for it was they have the splash pad. So when Riley was little, you know, when she was one or two, having that splash pad's a huge advantage because we can relax a little bit, and she can run out some of that energy and play where they don't have a splash pad at Jumbo. So, and they also have a uh, a slide. It's not a water slide, but they have a kid slide there in in the splash area. For the kids too, and it's like a play play structure they can play on and climb on. So uh, just having that area was really really nice. And just another tip for people: if you're going to wind up staying either at Jambo or Kadani, if you have that option, you know, if you're doing it through um, 
DVC points or doing through DVC rentals because that's another option if you don't own DVC. Just a little tip, Kidani rooms are bigger and some of their rooms have more bathrooms. Like I know the two bedrooms because I've stayed there before with friends. The two bedrooms have three bathrooms compared to the two bedrooms at Jambo House where you have the two bedrooms and it's two bathrooms. So you're getting more mm-hmm. square footage per room at Kidani. All of their rooms, I don't know if it's because it's newer or it's just the way they decided to build it or because they were villas. Uh, you get more square footage per room when you're over on the Kidani side. And when you have girls, like I do, and they like to bring a million and one things, <laughs> those extra couple of square foot here and there helps out a lot. Well, in your quick service at Kidani, there is no option. So your only option is at the pool bar, but I can't recommend it enough. Jason, it's it's so good. The the All the options they have for food there are really good. I mean, they're not over the top, you know, but it's what you get at a pool bar. I know you've done the pool bar there at the Poly, you know, on on the with the quiet pool. Um, you've eaten at, at that pool bar a few times. It's pretty much the same. It's just the food's a little different, but it's just the the quality of service you get, and you're right by the pool. So that's your only option for a quick service restaurant at Kadani. Okay. You were talking about before, uh, Jason, about how the cast members are fantastic with their knowledge. There's also a special event you can book uh, daily. They have lunch with the animal managers. So there's certain people that work for the Animal Kingdom Lodge that are animal specialists, and you can book a lunch with them, and you can pick their brains. You can ask them a million and one questions, and I think that's something that you would love to do because I know you're always a quest for knowledge, but that's a special event that you can book when you're over there. I am. Now, you said you eat lunch with these guys? Now, I know you have to book it ahead of time and you have to have reservations. Um, I don't know what the cost is. I haven't looked into that. And I don't know if you're paying for their meal, if their meal comes with it. But I know you you have to have reservations and there's specific managers that have lunch with you and you get to pick their brains while you... It's almost like like they have those... uh, a dinner with an Imagineer, you know, you have those experiences you can book. It's very yeah. similar to that. You can book it with the animal managers from the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Is it now? What what kind of a meal is that? Is that from a Sanaa, or is it is it like the thing that I had on the um, the the safari tour that I did, where they just kind of bring you in like a snack? Pack I believe they I, I believe they hold it over at Sanaa. That's they were holding it at Sanaa for a while, and unless they moved it okay. to Chico, but I know it's one of the uh, sit down restaurants. All right. I would very much be interested in that. That sounds like fun. They also do uh, animal tours. So they have their own bus that goes around, and you can get a Sunset Savannah tour, similar to the uh, the Kilimanjaro Safari ride over in Animal Kingdom, which, you know, you neighbor that resort, uh, you neighbor that uh, theme park. But yeah, they have uh, they have their own tour of their own animals, and they have these trucks that go around in the savannah, and they have the animal experts, and they talk to you about all the animals they have on property, and they give you a little bit more details on some of the stuff that they do there. One of the uh, cool things that I saw when we were down there with the kids, uh, waiting for the bus stops, they would have animal experts that would come out with these carts. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Justin. I've experienced it a few times. They'll come out with carts, and they'll come out with fossil bones, and they'll come out with um, different kinds of bones, different kinds of feathers, and they'll interact with the kids and kind of give them a little bit of a lesson on the animals while they're you know waiting for the bus. They have all kinds of touchy-feely things, you know, touch this, grab that, and... Uh, a little bit of extra entertainment when you're at the bus stops. Have you ever experienced that? No, I've never seen that. Yeah. 
I've never, never seen I don't know that. if it's particular times of year or just what it was. We've happened to get lucky with that quite a few times. And it's one of the few times I've ever seen them come out out of all of the resorts and really interact with the guests at a bus stop. You know, sometimes you have the... That's the, very the, cool. The get, you know, you usually have the bus stop people there, you know, making sure the buses are running fine. But these were people that, cast members that actually came out that were knowledgeable and they were able to uh, interact and teach you things about the animals while you were, you know, waiting for your bus. And, you know, it's pretty cool because, you know, the boys, kids can get bored when the uh, bus takes a while to get and uh, that's one of the drawbacks of that place and that's one of my few drawbacks it's it's a drawback but it's also a plus it's far you know it's a 20 minute ride to magic kingdom so if you want to be in the magic kingdom just be aware that that's a 20 minute bus ride but that's also got its you know it's also got its plus side too well we utilized on our last trip we utilized the uh, the minivan service a couple times okay is this one of those instances where if you need to get to an ADR early or uh, something of that nature, would you recommend the minivan? You know, Uber has changed the game for us. Our One of our last trips in February, uh, Sarah, my oldest daughter, was in a cheerleading competition, and she was staying at All Star, and we were staying at Saratoga Springs. And to get from, if, to try and do it the Disney way without, you know, just doing it on their transportation by doing it by bus, it was kind of tough. And then to go from Saratoga to All-Stars and then to go from All-Stars to ESPN or from Saratoga to ESPN, Uber really changed the game for us. Now, I know some people aren't comfortable using Uber, but um, I don't, you know, my time to me is precious, especially when I'm on vacation and I have no problem spending the extra couple of bucks on the Disney uh, the Disney minivan service or the Uber to get around where I have to go just so I can maximize some of my time on vacation. Because if I would follow the Disney transportation rules with taking a bus from here to there, to transfer here, to transfer there, you know, you're wasting an hour and a half, two hours. And an hour and a half, two hours of my time on my vacation is, is more important to me. Right. And and not to, this is definitely something that it shouldn't shy somebody away from transportation because you, you were kind of a, an odd example where you're trying to go from resort to resort and then, um, oh yeah, that, that's and, and whatnot. That, that's there. very out. The only time you're really, ever really going resort to resort is if you actually want a resort hop, you know, and you want to go check out the sites of a hotel, or if you're going there for a dinner reservation. But you know, when you when you have I mean, how many other people go down on vacation with their kids, and their kids are staying at a different resort than you are. I mean, that's that's right. that's out of the ordinary. This is one of those circumstances. And then, you know, if you're staying at All Stars, you're staying at one of the. Um, one of those resorts, they have transportation to ESPN for the competitors. They don't have that available, so you'd have to go to you'd have to take a bus to Disney Springs and Disney Springs to this particular place to get another transfer here. So it was kind of hard to do that. So we kind of gotten used to the uh, minivan service and the Uber on the last trip, uh, more so mm-hmm. the Uber, and it's been a game changer for us. Well, it's for the for the family that's just going down there for the first time too, and I, I want to drive this home. Or um, you know somebody that maybe has gone once before and, and knows a little bit about Disney, uh, the bus service is more than adequate. I mean, we've used bus service for years. Uh, we continue to use the bus service. Um, I, I think I just want to drive home, Mike. Is um, it's just because it's so far out that it, it is a little bit longer of a ride. And you know, for us that like you were down there 
Um, it was kind of a short trip last time, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, four yeah, days? four days. And when you're pressed for time, sometimes you got to make adjustments. Right. You know, because you had competitions to meet up with, too. Then. We had practices to go to. We had a, you know, we were, right. we, and I had Sammy with me, so we were jockeying her around. So, yeah, it was a different scenario, different situation. On our regular trips, we don't use the, you know, the Uber service or the Lyft uh, service. If you were pressed for time and you, you know, had to make it between reservations, then by all means, you know, spend the extra couple of Absolutely. bucks. Absolutely. But on a regular day, I'm not. I'm not Ubering to the parks in the morning, and I'm not, you know, using the minivan service to the parks in the morning. But if you have a reservation at, let's say, you know, Chef Mickey's, or if you have a reservation in Magic Kingdom early in the morning for breakfast, just make just make sure that if you leave an Animal Kingdom, you give yourself a little bit of an extra time because you're a little bit far away. Mm-hmm. And not so much because that transportation is bad, just because the overall distance is far away. But that's nice in its own realm as well. Well, let me give you this as somebody who drives, too. There's a difference between the two resorts. With Jumbo, there's a massive parking lot in front of the resort. I mean, huge. So if you are further down one of the hallways, it can be quite the haul to your car. At Kadani, you park underneath the resort, and they will tell you the specific area of the uh, where, your, where your room is. And so it's kind of nice for people who drive. If you're driving down to the resort and you are staying on points, you rented points, you have DVC, you can park right underneath there and take a uh, t- take an elevator straight up to your room, and your car is really accessible at Kadani. Whereas Jumbo, it might be a little bit of a haul. I didn't know that. I underneath parking. That's that's mm-hmm. fantastic. I love that, especially when it snows. You don't got to worry about. <laughs> huh? What's that? What's <laughs> right? <the word>? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, PTSD, man. A little bit of winter PTSD. No, sorry. Apparently. Apparently. Hey, what is uh Does Riley like uh, Animal Kingdom? Is she, uh, she is that one of her? She loves okay. it. She's probably stayed there more than anywhere between Jumbo and Kadani. And I, I tell you, it's just we've had such great experiences at both resorts, especially Kadani. We kind of watched her grow up there. You know, we we would. The one thing we do, and we've talked about this on previous episodes, is we always stay at a different resort on our travel day, like the first day or two, uh, first part of our, our stay. And so she has experienced all these other resorts, but she, I don't know, there's something about Kadani that's just special. Like you walk through that gate down to the pool area, all the, the big trees and the cast members are just so fantastic. And, you know, you mentioned earlier the movies, the the bonfire. I mean, they just have all that stuff right there. And we just... I, most of our pictures of Rye when she was little was at Kadani. And so that, it really holds a special place in my heart, that resort, because like I said, we've watched her we've watched her Disney life grow up at that resort. Jason, would the boys be interested in the animals? Is that something that they desire to see or are they just Oh they're chomping at the bit, man. And it's uh seriously been on the table to um you know, move that over at the seven month if there's something available, you know, because we're booked for the Polynesian in November. But, you know, I, I really, my thing is, they're at that age where, you know, where, where everything is so big and grand and everything is just like, like with me, I would imagine when I walk into New York City for the first time, you know what I mean? Just, just monstrous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'm looking at these lodge pictures and, and for them to walk in, you know, this first impression as a, as a, you know, a seven and eight year old at the time, I can't imagine what, what would go through their minds when they look at these, these lobbies and then to, to be able to experience what you guys are talking about. So I'm really leaning towards, I really want to try this with them. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, this, this was another reason why I was excited for the show was I wanted your guys's insight on this because 
I'd really like, uh, you know, my other half, my better half, to be honest with you, uh, to, you know, seriously consider, you know, maybe this is something we really need to do. Well, and and just let me throw this out there for everyone that's listening. Um, when we talk about that massive lobby that you walk into and the beautiful, it's just huge. It's only at Jumbo. So I don't want anyone to go, oh, those guys were telling us about the huge lobby and they book Kadani <laughs> and then they walk in. And uh, it's just a, it's just a normal lobby. Is there like I mean, a still, guy at the? Are you sure there's no, like you're gonna walk in Kadani and there's like one cast member and a desk in the middle of this little room going? <laughs> it's ding, still ding, ding, it's still here. it's still beautiful. It still okay. has all the woodwork and everything, but it's not that huge four or five story you know room that you're walking into. Sure. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm excited. I'm excited because I'm even so excited. We're like I'm I'm ready to even take in these smells that you were talking about. Mike, you know, it's because that's important because Disney does have individual smells all across the way. And and smell is very important to anybody who who loves Disney or goes to Disney. You know, I felt homesick after doing this episode. Uh, we haven't been there in a while. And our last couple of trips, just because of uh, spur of the moment booking them, and we haven't been able to get a reservation there. Or it would have been a split stay or a couple of days here, a couple of days there. Uh, and our next trip, we're not staying there either. So, uh, but um, oh, you're not. We're Creek. Oh no, you're no. I'm. Oh, hang on a second. It's not all bad. Oh, though. Course. listen, it's never bad. I'm excited I don't, for I don't, this trip. I don't care where it is. It's never bad. That's for sure. Uh, no, we're gonna uh, Old again? Key West for the first couple of days, which we love. We've been there quite a few times, and then uh, Copper Creek for the first time. So that should be yeah, fun. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for. Copper Creek. Copper Creek's I, great. You're gonna I love can't it. Wait to hear about yeah. it. You're gonna. And love I'll get to experience that lobby at Wilderness Lodge, right? It's so beautiful. It's 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 the same feeling when you walk in. It's just that vast, massive lobby uh, when you walk in. But I want to talk about just real quick before we start wrapping this up. I want to talk about this uh, this amazing uh, Wanyama Safari that they're offering, and that's where you can go on a ninety minute tour, and then you actually get to go to Jico and get a little food in your belly, and that's fun, man. I like that they offer stuff like this that you can go and you you know it's special things you can do while at the resort without having to go anywhere else. That sounds like a lot of fun doing that, you know, that tour, and then getting to eat Chico afterwards. And I bet when you're on that tour, you're gonna get some amazing pictures. And you know what that means? My favorite part of the week: pictures of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. So, with our pictures of the week. I guess I since I went first last week, which I never get to do, I'm going to have to have... Justin, you go first this week. Hey, it's my turn. My pick is Jenny Bonilla. Jenny, awesome, awesome picture. Uh, meeting Tiana and says her next Disney vacation is actually Disney Tokyo Sea in July. That's awesome. I cannot wait to see your pictures while you're over at uh, Disney Tokyo Sea. It's going to be absolutely a magical trip. And I want to welcome you to the group, your newer member. And uh, thank you for posting that amazing picture. And uh, that's my pick of the week. Yeah, boy, I can't wait to see those pictures. Can't wait. Yeah, sounds good. So who's going next? Because I know I think you should. I think you should go next, Mike, because you're a super guy, buddy. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> well, I have a super person for our group, uh, for my pick of the week, and she's a fantastic member of our group. We've had her on before, and it's an amazing picture. And Charmaine, you put you put the picture of your son getting his first haircut, and you're going for another haircut soon, and that is my picture of the week. We've utilized that, and what a great memory. I love that. So moving on to my pick of the week, I'm going to go to my collage, 
and it is a new member, Michael Taylor. Did you guys see his? Um, yeah, yeah, the great wedding post. picture. I mean, he posted the. These are such personal pictures, and I love that. So, anyways, considering getting Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween um, party tickets, go, Michael, go. do it, do it, do, do it, it, man. So I much fun. Love that party. Go. Oh, and he was worried about costumes. I sent him a private message, and uh, here's my recommendation. I thought he'd be a killer Wreck It Ralph, man. Oh, he would be a good Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, That'd right, awesome. right. And he's like, I didn't think about that. I'm like, no, you would rock that. You would rock the, the Wreck It Ralph. Like, Love that idea, man. You would own Magic Kingdom, man. You would own it. That's awesome. Absolutely. So, anyways, um, that's my pick of the week, and he showed some great pictures. I got, I got a runner up. I got a runner up. Okay. Real quick, I want, I want to throw a quick runner up to Chris Masterakis and uh, put a picture up of his two little ones at the time, not so little now, but uh, on their first Disney cruise back in uh, 2011, and he just booked. For the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise. And guys, that sailing is July 17th, 2019 on the beautiful Disney Dream. All three of us are going to be there. And we have so many great Disney family members coming with us. So many people popped on board. But I do want to say this. If you have a specific stateroom that you are wanting, those are starting to fill up in certain categories. Certain categories. So if you're wanting a balcony on a certain area of the ship... Uh, I know that's something Chris wanted, and uh, those are starting to get a little harder to get. So uh, just make sure to get a hold of Jamie or I at Disney Dads at AwayWithMeTravel.com. You know, I, I love Chris's enthusiasm for this cruise. I don't even care about talking with you two. <laughs> just feeling the vibes from Chris. I think he's more excited than than all of us combined, and I, I love that. I can't wait to meet the guy. just can't wait. You know, I didn't tell you guys this, and I want to just share this with you real quick. On our On our last trip... I had the opportunity, uh, my youngest and my wife stayed back in the room, and my son, uh, my oldest son, he was he's seven, we had an opportunity to go into Magic Kingdom him, with just him and I. I had the best. Guys, this was one of those nights where it was j- all that mattered in the world was me and him together at Magic Kingdom, and we had such an incredible time. So when I see somebody like Shannon McPherson post pictures like that with his daughters, I get it, man. I get it. Tony Green, your daughter's uh, pick on the bumble gum wall. Awesome. Love it. Love all that picture. Love her attitude. Love smile. I, I can't go with the episode without mentioning uh, Delinda Borth. What a great picture of Mickey Mouse you did on the canvas. I would rock that in my house. That was an amazing, amazing artistry on your point, on your on your part. Completely really cool. I love that picture. Brightened up my day today. Delinda, send him the picture. I'll give you his address. <laughs> so, you know what? Hey, listen, she's got a trip planned at the uh, end of the year, and she's super excited. She's drilling me. Look, I, she's a coworker of mine, and she is so excited to go. She just loves the show. She loves our community. I can't tell you. Like, she'll come up to me and say, hey, did you see this? She just loves the community. She's an awesome person. So I'm excited for her trip. Her enthusiasm is just incredible. Speaking of of communities and all fun stuff, let's go ahead and go into our Disney trivia. Last week's question was this. In The Little Mermaid, what song does Sebastian sing to Ariel in an attempt to convince her that life in the ocean is better than on land? Under the sea. Under the sea, that's right. Under the sea. You're such a smart dude, man. Man, I can't believe. I want to give a little bit of love to Adam Holt. Uh, nailed it. Scott Zobel family nailed it. Uh, Adam Austin, Delinda Borth, um, Jim Rotnoski. Mm-hmm. 
uh, he nails it. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for texting those answers in. And the rest of you, if I missed you, um, I'll get you guys next time. So here, let's move on to this week's trivia question. This one's going to be a little bit harder. So I want you guys to think, you know what, maybe it was, maybe it was a little bit harder for me. Let's try it for you guys. Who takes Todd the fox into her home in The Fox and the Hound? Widow Tweed, Big Mama, or Amos Slade? I'll say it again. Who takes Todd the Fox into her home in The Fox and the Hound? Widow Tweed, Big Mama, or Amos Slade? Text your answers to... 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. Before we... Before we let everybody know how they can reach us. Did both of you guys know that answer? Mike, did you know? I didn't know that answer. And I have not seen The Fox and a Hound in so long. I'm going to have to rewatch that. I don't know it offhand. Okay, do, so I'm not So I'm not in the same boat. I do know it. But just because I just watched that movie not too long ago. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. You watched it with Rye, didn't you? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So anyways, Justin, why don't you tell them how they can get a hold of us? Yeah, Besides lots of fan- the phone number. <laughs> yeah, but lots of fantastic ways. Uh, easiest one's this. Go head over to the website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find the links to all of our social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we're the most active on our Facebook, so come over there. Make sure to, to join the Disney Dads Podcast family on Facebook. And uh, it's just so much fun seeing all your posts, your pictures, and uh, get, to, get to interact and, and have fun with you guys on a daily basis. But also, on the website, you can get our emails. You can email us at DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, all of our personal emails are on there as well. And you can also find all of our shows past present and the future ones will be on there in the future yeah listen and right now no matter where you're at what country you're in run over to itunes slap us with five stars we appreciate that and and while you're doing that make sure to click that link on the disney dads podcast website to head over to away with me travel site are you ready to experience the magic there's no better time than right now here at away with me travel all of our agents are disney college of knowledge graduates we have dined at all of the Disney restaurants, and we have stayed at all of the Disney resorts. So definitely come and make sure to contact us. You can find Jamie and I both at Disney Dads at Away With Me Travel. Send us an email. We'd love to help you make your dreams come true. You can also find all of our services at www.awaywithmetravel.com. And remember, we're here to help you make your travel dreams come true, and your journey begins with us here at Away With Me Travel. All right, guys, listen, I had a fantastic time talking about one of my absolute favorite places to stay. Uh, You know, if anybody ever has any questions on staying there, you know, shoot us a message. We'll be happy to answer for you. You know, we both have a lot of experience there, me and Justin. Um, Jason, I hope you get to go there soon. I think the boys will absolutely adore it. Uh, I had a wonderful time talking with you guys tonight. Jason, closing remarks? I do, and I want to read something to you guys. It's going to take about 25 seconds for me to read this, but it was so profound. I want to share this. When this came from Scott Zobel from our um, from our Facebook group, and this this resonated so much with me. I want you guys to listen to this. Here's how I feel about the Carousel of Progress. We kept our first trip to Walt Disney World very kid-centric, and the Carousel didn't make it into our itinerary. However, having personally enjoyed Walt Disney World far more than I had expected, I petitioned to ride the Carousel of Progress the following year when our kids were three and four. They weren't impressed and promptly fell asleep. 
We skipped it a couple more times, but I once again lobbied to go on it during our most recent trip now that they are six and eight. My daughter didn't fall asleep this time, but my son was especially impressed afterwards was a chatterbox about the progression of technology and, like me, is looking forward to it, experiencing the carousel again during future trips. Though I'm glad he liked it, his appreciation of it was one of many signs of his growing up that were noticeable during this trip. As soon as we got to the end of Main Street on day one, he noticed Tinkerbell's wire and he quickly explained that must be in there in case she gets tired and reassuringly told me, gotta keep the magic alive. I was a little sad, but I was so proud of him at that moment. He used that line several other times in the trip. The mechanics of the magic revealed themselves to him. He isn't really interested in dressing as characters for pictures as in the past trips, but he enthusiastically handed over the Disney gift card he received for his birthday when he saw a book about hidden Mickeys in one of the stores. The rest of the trip he carried it everywhere, pointing out the hidden Mickeys to us. I feel I'm witnessing his own personal little carousel of progress in just the different ways he's experienced and appreciated Walt Disney World over the past several years. My little buddy is now too big to carry around the parks on my shoulders, but he's a great crush and gusher ride partner. I'm looking forward to watching him experience future trips since there were, since there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. How profound of a, of a letter that was for Scott and how personal because I can relate and I know every parent out there that has kids and both of you included, you know, you can listen to, to what he's telling us. And it's um, when we go to Disney World or when we just experience life in general, these little kids um, are growing up. And this goes back to my opening statement in the show where I no longer have a kindergartner as of right now or as of tomorrow. You know what I mean? So I see this this transition going on in my life too. And uh, man, it's hard. It really is hard. But it's an, it's an amazing thing because like he said, there's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Those are my closing words. And those were words of uh, Scott Zobel. What a great post. I, I read that and it really hit home for me too. Yeah, we know how that goes. I felt the same way. Hit home as well too. Speaking of some tender moments, you know, today we're recording and it's sad that we have to report the the loss of a Disney icon, somebody who's meant a lot to a lot of people. Uh, he's been around for a very, very long time and that's Richard Girth passed away today. And today we're going to dedicate this show to him. I know a lot of us have special memories. A lot of us have pictures with them. Some of us have seen him in passing, but he was the greeter at the Grand Floridian. And Richard, your love of Disney and your love of your job was something that was absolutely amazing. And uh, Justin, you have a specific story you want to talk about? Yeah, you know, when we stay at the Grand Floridian, he was a staple. When you walk through, when you walk up to those front doors and you see him there, and he takes that moment to make every single person's day more magical. Um, we would take, we would take Rye and we have a fantastic picture of Riley in an Elena dress and Richard took all the time that Rye would give, you know, whenever you meet people, sometimes with little kids, they get frustrated or, you know, because kids can, they, they'll, they'll talk and they'll talk and they'll talk and they'll talk. Richard always had time for everyone who would would interact with him and he gave magic in more ways than anyone ever could and that's a picture that we'll always cherish and uh the grand flirting will definitely not be the same that's for sure all right guys with that being said have a good night good night fellas good night buddy this week we leave you with an interview the disney files magazine did with richard girth the legendary greeter at the grand floridian richard you will be missed
So first of all, Richard, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. You know, I was just thinking I've seen you every time I've ever arrived at this resort, but this is the first time I've ever seen you sitting. So this is Yes, it's kind of hard yeah, for me to stay seated. This is a rare treat. <laughs> if you were to write your own job description to describe what you do here every day, how would you describe what you do? I greet people with happiness, and every day it's a challenge. I never know what I'm going to walk into. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the day you got the job. I went in the front door, and they said, uh, we are looking for a, a, a greeter, a door person, a doorman, and I called it my day. And he said, why don't you take this number to casting? Now, this happened within 10 minutes. So I said, well, I'm by myself. Why don't I go to casting? I went over to Cass and I said, I have a number that the Grand gave me. Here it is. She said, let me put it in the computer. And she says, Richard, you got the job. I never filled out an application. <laughs> I'd love for you to think for a moment about your best days here at work, your, your favorite days of your Disney career. What made those days great? I think just about every day is a good day because there's always a change here. It's a constant change. We never deal with one person the same day at a time. Right. Uh, and for being acknowledged by another person is the greatest feeling that anyone can get out of a job. When they say to Ryan, oh, it's good to have you on this job, you know, interviewing me, same thing. Yeah. Now, our, our Disney Vacation Club members visit very frequently, and many of them have created traditions out of stopping by here to mm. see you every year for a very long time. Talk about what that means to you to be, to be that part of people's vacation traditions. It touches your ego a little more than I really should <laughs> let it happen. <laughs> Today I've had four families that came by and their children. Every year we take a picture because we compare the, the height of you. And the children now are becoming to think I'm a grandfather. Because in my age bracket versus their age, they've lost their grandfather and I'm still that image. One of the most impressive things is the energy that you have is incredible. Where does that energy come from? It's really always there. Sometimes we don't see it all the time. But that energy comes from inside. Your whole life is built on how you act to other people. I'm overjoyed with it every time I come here. It's a new story. Rich, I know you're anxious to get back outside. So once yes. again, thank you so much for taking thank the time. Thank you so Always much. Always a pleasure, thank my friend. You. Always. Thank you. Thank you. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder. And that's a wrap.
This has been YDF Media Productions.